0: you're listening to 50% facts the show where we're building a health and fitness resource by trying to answer a single question every week just based on what we already know
1: or maybe what we think we know then we bring in the world's leading expert to tell us what we got right and what we got wrong
0: i'm jim mcdonald and i'm mike farr
1: welcome to our show He said he'd keep me updated. He had to go, I don't know, if it was courthouse for something or traffic school or something. He's like, he said, uh, I might be done before. I'll keep you updated. in am room, so he might be fucked. Uh, that's always... He said he could do three, but he's like, oh, I'll be in the car. I was like, oh, I probably won't sound very good. Probably not. So I figured we just talk instead.
0: Here we go. Um, So here's my thing. This is, um, I... I'm assuming that some of the people who listen to this show also listen to a show that, that I really, really like called reply. All okay. it is, um, a tech related podcast and, um, internet particular, but sometimes it's not a- actually internet technology. It's like internet lore. Huh. And <clears throat> this guy, uh, called in with a question. They did this. Th- th- do these? I can't even speak today. They do this thing called uh, Super Tech Support, and so this was a Super Tech Support question. The guy's like, "There's this song that I remember from when I was a kid in the '90s, and I remember it really, really well. Yeah, and I can't get it out of my head. It's completely earwormed me, and I cannot find it anywhere. And nobody else that I can have talked to has I ever heard of it." Ha- remembers it or ha- has heard of it at all
1: alien abduction
0: <clears throat> that yeah kind of it's like what the fuck happened like what is um, it um
1: what's the it's not the kruger effect what's the other thing uh, uh fuck
0: um the streisand effect no that's fuck. no that's actually when things <laughs> get more expensive because they've been exposed in the world when people I like
1: remember the things wrong oh yeah yeah I'm trying to think of one. Kyle was really into it and like ripped a bunch of me. Like there's, um, like, uh, was there a movie where like Shaq? What was oh right, name? yeah, that one, yeah, yeah, right, where right. Shaq played. Me, did we go over in a podcast? Yeah, too we one have time? talked
0: about that one. What it, is that called though? Um, the real one is called Kazam. Right, but and, and the everybody thinks it's everybody thinks Kazam it's Shaq. was was Shaq, and everybody thinks that there's a sequel called. But there's not. Shazam with um Sinbad. Sinbad. But the issue really really is exist.
1: is that I think they're yeah. Or there's and then But
0: somebody's mocked it up and you can find it online, but it's not really. But that's there. because of this effect that that's I can't think of, this, of. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of it. The, what and there's another
1: called? one too. Fuck, dude. Fruit, Fruit Loops or something? Like how you spell it? Everyone thinks it's a certain way. F R O O T. I believe
0: so. Yeah fruit loops. I don't know, man. Well, while you're looking it up, I'll tell you the rest <laughs> of the story. And then this comes down to um how listeners can potentially help us solve this mystery. Um so they 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 try everything to try to f- identify this song. Yeah. He has he rem- has he's singing it and stuff. Oh, yeah. And like he remembers how <laughs> it's like he like said the 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 lyrics are like um the for the verses are like um like they might be giants and the chorus sounds like you too and and he like he had so many of the words and they they go through the, a, like i said a very long process they try to they try to search for the lyrics online you know how you can do that like you're trying to figure out a song and if you google yeah, you know the yeah, lyrics yeah, yeah, you can yeah. remember and nothing's coming often comes up and He's nothing the came only up only human well, at that moment he is the only human. <laughs> Sorry everyone, we had a, a little bit of a technology hiccup. So, um where was I? Okay. So, let me back up and just say that was a really great podcast episode. Yeah. You should check it out. The guy went to great in great detail trying to figure out the song. And
1: they found it eventually. That's I can't say that because that's it. a spoiler. No,
0: I thought that wouldn't be a spoiler. No, All I right, can't. so now you have your, our own mystery. So now I have my own mystery that... These that, are like Scooby-Doo mysteries. These are like little baby ones that aren't like scary. Yeah, you know, the, like
1: real mysteries scare me. Yeah, this is not really scary. No, it's like a cute little... Fun one.
0: So I had I had suggested that my son Sam listen to this because I figured yeah. that he would like it. And he, I, like I said he had some oddly specific information about that time in in music in the music industry that I had no clue that he yeah. knew anything about. Which is par for the course with me for for him. He's just he's that person. He that like there was a point in his childhood when I went, oh oh this 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 is somebody whose mind does not work like. Mine.
1: Yeah 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 yeah. That's like Omar a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Omar's, I like that a little bit. Omar has, like, yeah, damn, bro, s-
1: you just know some shit, huh? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's
0: that's that's a lot of it right there. Um, yeah, so um, this is this is a similar mystery yeah. about a uh, children's horror movie that my son's wife and my other son both remember that um, my son Sam does not remember, and the, there is an age gap there. Um, not a giant one though. No, first four years. But we, we,
1: we do that. We do this talk all the time between me, Connor, and Kyle, and they're f- four years, five years younger than me. And they'll be like just shows, and I've heard of the shows, but they'll mm. be. And I know this is a little different, but there's just shows. I'm like, I never watch that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like, go, like the phases when you're a kid are so different. Like from third grade to sixth grade, you're watching the same things, and then all of a sudden, I'm in seventh grade, and I think I'm too cool to watch that shit. Right. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. when that stuff's new, they watched all the stuff or the movies or whatever. So. A, a time, time between age, like, 5 and 18 is, like, segmented smaller than 30 through 50. I can see where you that is. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, so he's 30. So
1: that's what I was going to get at. Yeah,
0: what age group? She's 31. So we need, like, the 28 to 32-year-olds to and, study. Yeah, and he's uh, – my other son is uh, 33. Hold well about? Um, yeah, so um, this is the this is the children's horror film. Uh, they can't and he, they cannot find it anywhere. It's uh, he says the closest I've come was a movie on Nick.
1: Oh, so that's where I heard that's Nick. where you
0: heard Nick yeah. in the very early nineties called Squids. That turns up if you if you search keywords from the plot. There's no additional information about it besides a barren IMDb page. Uh, it's definitely not an episode of Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark. Um, According to his wife, there's a little monster that lives under the kid's bed and steals toys to keep them as trophies or something, and the kid kills it by stealing his teddy bear back. Uh, Then there's a really creepy bit of it uh, reaching out from under the bed to grab the kid that gave her nightmares from having watched it. This is all the information we have. And I actually checked IMDb, and I searched for uh, most popular horror movies where there's a monster under the bed. Nothing. And apparently none of those are the, are the things. So, so my
1: answer for the research was going to be, I think, Nickelodeon, um, which it sounds like a Nickelodeon or Disney, right? That's all, They made everything during yeah. that time. So maybe one of them. Um, Nickelodeon just signed a contract with somebody. I don't know if it's a Hulu or a Netflix. And they're going to hold everything. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's what, again, me and the boys are talking about, like, just silly, like, Disney Channel movies, not Mm -hmm. Disney Disney movies, right? They made a million of them that we used to watch or whatever. And Disney Plus has everything. Like, Disney Plus has every weird movie you've ever watched that's even semi-Disney. Yeah. You know? And so I'd imagine if it is Nickelodeon, which it might be. Could possibly be.
0: Hulu or Netflix may soon have the answer. I forgot which one did it. But but my thought about it not being Nickelodeon is the fact that the monster dies when the kid takes his. Nickelodeon was a little edgy. That's that's dark. Nickelodeon, what was the. There's some. There were some cartoons
1: on Nickelodeon. My parents wouldn't let me watch.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some dark things. I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't like Doug or Red no. or No, I watched both of Ren those. Ren and Stimpy. Maybe some Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy was. Because there was a little bit of like weirdness. Oh, there, there was so much, like, double entendre going yeah. on with Ren and Stimpy.
1: Yeah, I think they put that on Instagram stuff now. Yeah, my parents didn't let me watch that, I don't think. <clears throat> I wish the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they let me watch that.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> Doug p- Doug, and all that's a beautiful. Yeah, I'm almost sure it's because uh, I saw, like, oh, Doug's coming to something. I forgot if it's Netflix or Hulu. Those there's some good stuff. Are good stuff. There, There's a lot of movies like that. The other reason, time period, uh, how your son was saying music was different in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Another thing why movies were different... Because you would go to Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. And you would sure. just grab a random VHS. Yeah. So it could have, been, I mean, for all we know, it could have been a little independent movie that doesn't exist. Real, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a real, real possibility. Yeah, yeah, my parents, it cost 99 cents. They just send me down the kid aisle, I grabbed whatever I want, <clears throat> and they let me take it home if it's PG. So, like, they don't even know what the heck it was either.
0: When, when, uh, when my kids were young, my wife worked um, basically 12-hour night shifts. So on the weekends, when they were home from school, I have to keep them quiet... <laughs> enough so that she can sleep and especially like in the winter that becomes a real challenge and so there was a video store you know like less than a mile from our place yeah. and uh, you know they would have like the 99 cent specials yeah, would just accumulate a bunch of shit but it also means that like my kids have a pretty good grounding in in American film yeah. you know I mean I specifically showed them a lot of stuff we looked at you know westerns we watched every James Bond movie we you know yeah yeah we
1: were kind of like that too because um my mom was a teacher, and so she would have summer summers off, and like, what is there really to do when you're a kid? Kid, yeah. Like, only
0: so many times you can go to the pool. Yeah,
1: and they wouldn't yeah. let me play basketball all day because I would probably get heat stroke. And so like, they're like, well, <laughs> you kind of got to get inside at some point. It's 110 yeah. degrees out, and I'd play a good amount outside, but like summers here are so hot. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we just be. rented freaking movies. There was a summer. Uh I don't know because I was like pissed off and didn't like it cuz I was a kid but like there's a summer we watched every single like uh Alfred Hitchcock movie. Oh, There's yeah. a summer we watched like every whatever who's like who's singing in the rain? Who's that dude? Uh Gene Kelly. We watched like every Gene Kelly movie. Yeah. I absolutely hated it and don't remember any of it but at some uh, point it was I in, I, in I brain. didn't
0: I did make them watch uh, or not make them. But I got them to watch <laughs> um uh, Singing in the Rain. Yeah, my mom but loves I, that shit. But all the other, st- all the all the other, you know, westerns and all that stuff. Yeah. Just like intentionally, let's like gangster movies. Yeah, and, I think you know, westerns know. are the one thing I never really
1: watched. Because maybe my dad wasn't into it. Italian stuff we were into, so some gangster stuff. But yeah, I don't think I ever watched really westerns, even though some of my buddies did. I was never really that into it.
0: Yeah. Well. Anyway, though, if based on this description, anybody out tweet there us. has a good idea, yeah, tweet us. I'm, Someone will know. Yeah. Who? I mean, if you would think, but that's what they thought in this episode of. Uh,
1: oh, so now I know. There's not an answer. Well, gotcha, Jim. Not no, an answer.
0: No, no, no. There. <laughs> Damn it. There's an I, answer. I can't. Yeah. There is an explanation for the whole thing. Ultimately, I like that.
1: Ultimately, and it's Mandela effect, I feel. It
0: is the Mandela effect, probably, yeah. kind of, in a way. Because
1: there, there's been a lot of stuff like that. Um, yeah, the Mandela effect's kind of weird, too. But it's just kind of like a little bit like a telephone or whatever, right? It's just like. Yeah, where the media de- version of
0: Details, actual details fade yeah, across yeah. tellings and, and it becomes. Yeah. You know. But what's so weird Things about this blur. is the, the guy just re- remembered like the lyrics of this thing. That is funny. And they're. they're Oh, they're terrible! Like, like they're they're really quite bad. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah. Who but knows? It, yeah, he could just be a psycho and dreamt it. They <laughs> they definitely think that that's possible yeah. at some point, but it's so specific. I don't know. That's funny. I I I've been known to have very specific dreams at times, and to like, especially I don't know if you noticed, like, or if it happens to you this way, but if I if I doze off for a few minutes, oh, just a few minutes, yeah. it's like there a lot goes on. Yeah, and and. Sometimes there's spins on the actual reality that I'm in. And yeah, I yeah, wake yeah. up and I'm confused about what's going on. Yeah, we
1: need to get a sleep specialist on here. That's one thing we haven't tapped into. I'm sure we could find one. Yeah. The sleep is interesting. Like there, there's obviously all like the basic stuff everyone throws around everywhere. Like don't be have screen time close to bed and keep the room cool. But like there's probably some weird shit. Or uh, people that are really into like lucid dreaming. Yeah. That's I- interesting.
0: Okay, so that has happened to me.
1: Yeah, Kyle's really into it. He said he trained himself to do it. Oh, really? He said there's like these little things that like work for every human. And I don't know if that's true or not, but he said, he said, one thing you do. I don't know to cut. We're calling your bullshit out right now live <laughs> on the internet. He said that what you do during the, your regular day is look at the back of your hand a lot. It's kind of like some inception type. Shit. I was going to say that
0: sounds like inception. So
1: you look at the back. It, it, that's, that's what it sounds like. And
0: I don't know if he's, I wish like, that movie was true.
1: It's really good. I, I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, so you look at the back of your hand a lot and one, you obviously get to know it better or you remember it pretty good. Yeah. And so then when you're dreaming, you'll force yourself in a way to look at the back of your hand. And he said, it'll be jacked up. Like, it won't be your hand. Like sometimes really? maybe it's bleeding, maybe sometimes it's not there, but it will be different and that will set the switch off so you'll be like, I know I'm dreaming because I've been checking my hand while I'm awake all the time. <sighs> so now I know and for some reason he said every time you check if you check your hand when you're sleeping, it'll be it won't be your hand. And so and then and then he said that'll click the switch and you'll be able to fly and do whatever you want.
0: See, how it happened for me, I think uh, I think it was melatonin. I think honestly that, you get that, a little that deeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um but I used to really routinely dream that I was falling from, from a high place. In a like a
1: fearful way or like a fun way? Uh
0: it, well, it gets fearful towards the ground for <laughs> sure.
1: Um You know like flying is like a big like why people, I think, like the
0: lucid dream is so they're like, oh, I want to fly. Yeah, no, but I would yeah, – yeah, flying in dreams, that's pretty yeah, – yeah, that's that's. that's – You're pretty, dying. Yeah, yeah, like it's not and, – and the way the dream would always end is that I would hit the ground and it would just go black. Yeah. You know, and no, not, not painful or anything. It would just, just <laughs> shut off. Like you, you wake just, up or no? Often, often. I hate that. And um, what finally happened with it is that I, I started to be able to lucid dream. I started to realize that I was yeah. inside a dream. And the the way that that actually started was that I would say, oh, no, this is a dream. I know this is a dream. I've dreamt this before. Not just with that, but with other, sure. par, other dreams. And then I would wake up not being sure if I'd ever really dreamed that before or if it was just something I thought inside the dream. Interesting. But it developed into... Being able to recognize when I was in a dream, I can't yeah. do this all the time. I can't even do it most of the time. Yeah, but I think it, you
1: can. But it's happened. If you read these books, you can people train themselves and get really into it. I've never did it. I think I've had a couple of dreams where like I kind of knew I was dreaming, um, or like I knew what was happening. But there are some like I don't. There's like reoccurring dreams for my whole life, and I've like read these stupid articles on, online. Who knows how real they are or not? Right, like a, when you dream that you go to school naked, it's because of this or whatever, right? Yeah uh, they say like your main fears or whatever or during a stress time. Mm-hmm. And I do feel that, um, I grew up being insanely scared of snakes. I'm not that scared of snakes anymore. I don't know why, but I was so scared of snakes back in the day. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of snakes. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not a fan still, why, but why like, does it have to be snakes? Yeah. But I used to be like scared, scared, uh, and yeah, I had a dream the other night. Like I hate that when you wake up because the, like the snake's about to bite me. Like in my dream, uh-huh. I should have, someone like threw a snake on my neck in the dream last week, and I uh-huh. woke up and I slapped my like face and pillow because uh-huh. it was like on my neck. That's the worst thing. But uh, some of that I kind of believe, like because it has been in some of my most stressed times that I have these
0: fearful dreams or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not a good omen. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. So anyway, though, with the with the with the falling dream, I finally stopped having the falling dream because I would realize I was. Having a dream, yeah, and then I could stop,
1: yeah, and so you and, wake
0: up and like and actually land, like like soft land, yeah, yeah, and then walk away from from the fall, yeah, and then after doing that for you know off and on for a couple of years, then I don't have that dream anymore. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, it is. uh I would like to talk to or like a, a hypnotherapist or something. They're probably into stuff like that where you can kind of
0: control your unconscious state. I do still have dreams that recur and one of them is uh not being ready for a test
1: yeah yeah
0: in college
1: i bet that might be similar to a, a snake or a showing up naked deal where you're just like anxious or stressed in real life and that's yeah, like a, a childhood it, memory of being anxious
0: and and it's usually uh, th- there's always you know sort of a guilt and shame component to it because it's always some class that i just stopped going to and then yeah. forgot that you know yeah, it mattered. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I just sort of let that
1: go. And... Yeah. Yeah, I have a few, too. And, and they've been happening recently where they haven't happened in a while. I always used to dream about basketball just because my life was obsessed with it. But then yeah. I stopped playing basketball when I was 23. I have, very, very, like, you could barely call it dabbled since. Like, mm-hmm. I, I watched it 24-7, played it 24-7, coached it 24-7, like, studied it like someone would study mm-hmm. nutrition or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching, I was reading plays from, like, the Celtics in the 80s, just, like, nerd shit. I've, nerdy. Yeah, really nerdy. So, but I haven't done that in a long time. Um, the reoccurring dream then was I would just be killing it. I'd be going nuts in a game, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like someone flipped a switch, and like my legs like were mud. And like everyone else is moving hella fast and I'm super slow and all of a sudden like I can't play and like my body won't do what I'm telling it to do. Um, And I haven't had that recently, but I recently did have like basketball dreams again. I was like, what the hell? And I haven't started watching it or anything. I haven't Mm. started paying attention, but they randomly came back. That was weird.
0: The, the legs like mud thing is what happens to me if, there's a dangerous situation in my dream where I'm trying to run away. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what it feels like for me. Yeah. Like the same anxiety I get. Like, I know I'm the best on the court right now and I can't fucking move. And it's like the worst feeling. It's so upsetting. Yeah. Then I wake up grumpy
0: as shit. Yeah. Well, if anyone can tell we're we're vamping cuz we may or may not have a guest.
1: We probably don't have a guest, but we got some cool <laughs> guests coming up and we have some cool topics coming up that I do want to talk to a sleep specialist, a hypnotherapist would probably be cool as well. Um we have an di- addiction specialist coming up. We have um Which a, is which is like uh, I I was going to say earlier when you said like you listen to podcasts and your son or whatever. I wonder if I'm like the only podcast, quote unquote podcaster that's I don't listen to podcasts. No, you're not the only one. Right, there fine. are people.
0: There are people who got into it. And
1: I went on didn't. a small Rogan kick when I was like driving to LA a lot more often just because they're so long. I was mm-hmm. like, it was perfect, like two Rogans and I'm in LA. Right. Um, but I really don't listen to any of that. I guess the only thing I was into, uh, I don't know when or why because they were always on late, but like Loveline back in the day. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I like l- listen to Drew Pinsky talk about like addiction and stuff like that. Like psychology is always interested me. And so when I was in like high school or college, I think it was probably college, I guess, because I'd be driving home late from class or, yeah. or whatever the heck I was doing. I would listen to those, which are obviously radio, but you can call it a podcast and call it whatever the hell you want. Because radio doesn't have shows really anymore. Um, so to me, it was a podcast. But other than that, like I've never really listened to anybody i just don't know when i would and same thing when people say like oh who do you watch on like youtube or who do you watch on like twitch like shit man i'm i putting my fat face on those platforms so much i don't really have time <laughs> to do it like like even today i was up at like eight or nine started streaming at 10 stopped streaming at three thirty, started podcasting at 4 uh-huh. yesterday we shot a youtube video all day and twitch stream. i'm probably gonna go home and twitch stream and then wednesday same thing i'll work out work out in the morning film youtube like, every Monday, Tuesday, we podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I guess weekends I could listen, but I'm not going to just, like, put it on while I'm laying in
0: bed. Well, I listen to um, – uh, I tend to to save up the longer – podcasts that typically have longer episodes or, or whatever to try to use when I'm working on something that, that I just need – I need yeah. a consistent – friendly background sure. sound that i'm i'm listening to it but i'm not yeah. you know i'm not sitting there taking notes or anything i
1: used to be uh more like that when i traveled more but i haven't traveled in a lot in like a year because traveling that's probably my favorite thing if it's not a movie it's a podcast, it's a podcast yeah. yeah but even then i don't even know what i would listen to anymore a couple of like is it how it works or how it was made kind of deals so yeah
0: i listened a couple of those those are cool have you li- ever listened to how how did this get made? I think that's what about I'm talking the shitty about. movies. Nope, that's not it. Okay. I was talking about like how business started.
1: Oh, um, and I listened to one like how like whole Foods, how I made this. Maybe yeah, how Whole Foods got started and stuff like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I've been
0: listening to a uh, business lunch with uh, Roland Fraser. Your uh, yeah yeah. Your marketing guy's dad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's very good. It's a yeah. very good show. Um, uh, a lot yeah, of smart folks. A lot of good insights there. And people who, you know, they're, uh, yeah. some of the people are a little bit like proto Gary Vee. Sure. You know, and they're all kind of, I think they're all kind of fans of, yeah, yeah. of his. So,
1: I mean, they, they do a similar job, right? You do some kind of digital marketing or mm-hmm. real marketing, and you're probably going to not only attract similar personalities, but have similar ways to go about things and then yeah. when you're creating your own when you choose to do that job and create your own content it's kind of like youtube right like if you really turn on youtube fitness you'd be like and you had no clue what was going on you're like man these guys are all the same yeah.
0: Right. all of my old videos are getting fucking demonetized right now YouTube's because of you. background music yeah. i don't know i mean like shit that's been up there for 10 years and suddenly yeah. they they they're able to search for that stuff yeah now. i got
1: two i got two demonetized this week and they're, they're slapping down on twitter they'll slap you down on instagram even if it's faint and the barbells are louder, they don't care. They're going to get you.
0: Yeah, it's it they're massively great. sucks. My biggest video ever. Yeah. So I'm going to fix that. Yeah, they're going to get o- you. Over time. I'm going to fix that. I, I have a, I have plans for how to address that going forward because, you know. Yeah. F- I've, you know, one video has gotten 200,000 views in the last, like, month. It would know? be a lot so, more
1: fun. And I uh, 100% respect and want musicians to make music and who knows if that money's really going towards them or not. So don't take this wrong, but it would be a lot of fun and easy if we could do edits and cool things with the artists we like. Yeah. Or like, you know, like hypothetically, if some artist was a fan of the podcast would be sick because then we could use their shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever, but obviously they have to make their own <laughs> money and I support that because they get screwed Shit, musicians might get screwed harder in any other industry uh they definitely have yeah. i
0: think that the the whole digital economy around around yeah. music content has really screwed them now yeah. everybody has to make make their money on tours because right. otherwise they're in merch there isn't en- enough of, of um enough revenue that com- coming off of uh, sales of cds or albums yeah. or whatever you know yeah and i think their deals with uh different
1: producers and things are getting rough so a lot of people going independent which i don't blame them either Because in this day and age, if you can get a following and you have good music, you can just hire your own shit. You don't need Mm -hmm. the connections anymore like you used to. But, yeah, it's a little hairier. But it does screw. Uh, YouTube is is
0: strict with it, which, again, I I don't mind as long as it's going to the artist, which it probably isn't. It possibly (laughs) is. However, uh, speaking of music and YouTube, I discovered just a couple of days ago, there's this band called The Analogs. And it's not just one channel that their stuff is on. It's kind of spread across multiple ones but they do like live concert performances of beatles albums well i think you told me yeah so, so they did the whole white album which yeah. is nuts yeah. like even the part even you know number nine revolution number nine yeah which is all just you know originally it was all just clips stuff that was thrown together to you know yeah get they have like samples or f- some shit. Like fever dream yeah Pre, yeah like Samples before the ex before that existed, yeah, yeah. you know, and like things run backward. Thing this was edited on reel to reel tape recorders, you yeah, know? yeah, um, and they were able to perform that live, and it was nuts. Yeah, it was it was truly nuts.
1: There is uh, as much as shit there is out on the internet. There's just some really amazing creative creators on every platform, which is always fun and always good to see. Like, because it is always becoming more and more business like. And I complain about it a lot. Even like the simple thing like copyright or How you literally just can't get a video on YouTube, any clicks, unless you're freaking clickbaiting and you're naked in your thumbnail and et cetera. Mm. There is a game you have to play, but um, it's becoming big business and it has. You get paid out by the Jimmy Fallons and whatever. They're obviously getting pay-to-play kind of deal, but there is still uh, a decent amount of really good, unique people that – rightfully so, rise to the top. I Mm -hmm. just don't think it's as much as it used to be where good content would always kind of be found back in the day. Yeah. Um, And now it's a little rougher,
0: but... Um, I just finished these doors up here and I understand from my son that uh, there's a set of these doors on the set of Good Mythical Morning. Have you heard of that? It's a very, very big YouTube show. Uh Huge, multiple-channel YouTube show. Which would have been a great lead-in for for the guests that we're trying to have but you know yeah. we'll have them one day we're,
1: we're probably gonna do we got a couple guests coming we're gonna talk some nutrition coming up with a, a registered um, dietitian talking like uh, emotional eating yeah which is huge yeah, like I have issues with it for sure yeah, when I'm stressed that's, and, that's my thing Is yeah. like, and I think most people are either one way or the other maybe when people are stressed they don't eat or when people are stressed they overeat um, we're gonna talk to Bart Kwan about uh, maybe a multitude of things uh, he just crushed a first marathon out of nowhere where he's not much of a runner he's more like me mm-hmm. Um, But the dude's a determined son of a bitch. Uh, And then also like business opportunities. Um, Talking about like the Gary Vee thing, it's popular in a good way and bad way. It's very common to either want to have a side hustle or like be an entrepreneur in 2020, which I'm all for. Um, I don't think it's for everyone. And I think that's where some of this goes wrong where – Everyone's kind of saying, like, yeah, man, start a business, you you know, or start a YouTube channel. Like, mm. man, the truth is you all don't have a talent and you're all not going to make it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you not to try it, but um, it's not for everybody. Like, how much work, how much thought, the process isn't for everybody, let alone the talent it takes, let alone the luck. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's not like I'm some God content creator. I think I have some talents, but some of it's luck and timing, right? Yeah, there's a lot of timing. Yeah, when you sure. start channels, when you don't. Um, but... Barquan uh, has proven time and time and time again, not only with content, but business outside of content, which he only kind of talks about um, in his own stuff, but uh, what's a good business opportunity, when to know what a side gig, When who to partner with, when to, when not to, uh, say yes or no, so we'll probably chat to him about that, and then again, yeah, we'll have a, a, a top CNN um, addiction specialist, uh, which will be really interesting, we'll probably cover a multitude of topics there, probably a couple episodes, hopefully, because... That's a big old topic.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. I, I, what in my mind I want to talk about, you know, how how people overcome um, addictions, you know, well, to to substance addictions, and then I want to talk about other kinds of addictions that people, you know, things, other things that people get addicted to, like gaming and porn and and
1: exercise. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen cases in real life and who am I to really say, cause addiction is like kind of a personal internal thing, but you'll be looking like, man, that person's not doing this the right way. That don't look healthy.
0: Uh, yeah. There's, it's, a it's an, an unhealthy mindset that drives them. Right. Right. And, yeah. yeah I, the it, underlying cause. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I think
1: actually opposite that you could probably be very physically healthy, um, and not to an extreme. The people I'm talking about, like, you look at them and it looks extreme. Like, we all know mm-hmm. what anorexia is, and that's obviously an extreme unhealthy. Right. But you could probably be very healthy physically in terms of how much you exercise, not overdoing it maybe, mm-hmm. how you eat, not overdoing it mm-hmm. either way, and still be addicted to exercise. Yeah. Because of the mental
0: capacity that you're throwing at it. Right. Or, or
1: whatever. I'd imagine. I'm no addiction specialist, but I'd imagine
0: that plays a role. I think that, you know, when you start not having a um, – a regular life outside right. of your fitness pursuits, that's a, that's an issue. Like, you know, some people would say, Oh, you know, that like the, no, nobody ever wins anything unless they're that obsessed. And yeah. that may be true, but, but
1: I don't think so. Especially with something like the gym or bodybuilding where like you can make it work, like even basketball or something that you can. Pre- so the thing with lifting is you can't lift all day and get better. You lift all the, yeah. and you get worse, right? You can only lift one to maybe four hours, depending on your, you yeah. know, depending on these factors. Something like golf or basketball, like, yeah, your body wear well will wear down, but you can practice it a lot more. Yeah. Uh, gaming, uh, yeah. Game, like, you can go at that <laughs> 24 hours, people do, and, and you can get better. You could right. not be a detriment. Um, but I even still think, yeah, like the internal mental thought of it, when, like, can you not go to dinner, like, with your kids or your mm-hmm. parents and not think about, wanting to play freaking world of warcraft or something then mm. now you got issues right yeah that's that's a problem. Um, It starts when it starts affecting the rest of yeah, your life and it's so great there's so much gray area yeah because because like if you're making money off it if you're doing it healthily and then you could probably put a, a lot of time into something that's going nowhere like i'd like to think me and my gaming in twitch you know it's not like it's a big channel or making me a lot of money um but i don't i would like to think i'm not addicted either but if i told people the amount of hours i'm twitch streaming they'd be like it sounds like a lot yeah you're they? fucking addicted yeah it's
0: like what do you have time to poop or whatever yeah, barely and, Diapers, <laughs> okay, condom, catheter—you never have to get up to pee. Amen. Um, just lately, I just a couple days ago, I heard somebody on some show that I listened to talking about how uh, they felt like they were developing a, a social media addiction, and that—well, I mean, like. And they were promoting a business and stuff too, but sure. so you know what that's like. You're you, very much you so. can put a lot of time and, and stuff into it. And felt like they needed to like give themselves a little bit more of a mental break. So they um this guy said that he he took off his social media apps off his phone and in the same location on his phone he replaced it with a crossword puzzle app. Funny.
1: You know what I wish? and I think social media people could do this, but obviously it wouldn't benefit them, um, is if it was only desktop. Yeah. That would help my addiction.
0: Yeah, because, yeah, you have to be pretty organized around your, yeah, cause it, with your time around sitting in front of your yeah, desk. Yeah, but when you're on you your know, phone.
1: Yeah, you can, when I sit at my desk, I'm like, I am either working or I'm streaming, like I know. Uh, yeah. The other thing with addiction that popped in my head is I think people automatically, and again, I am no expert, but we'll find <laughs> out real answers one day, um, is that people think you automatically like are in love or, or love with it. Mm-hmm. Right, but like I think you can be addicted to these things and dread it a and, little bit and hate it. Yeah. Right, like I don't think like every alcoholic loves the taste of beer. Yeah, some of them love the escape. It's yeah, the escape exactly. What,
0: what makes them feel and not or what? Yeah, what it makes them not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you're or escaping. Not feel, yeah, yeah, what particularly you're what not you're feel. avoiding.
1: And same with gaming. Yeah, same with exercise. It's like what you're avoiding in these underlying causes, um, rather than people think you must love it to do it. Right or work. Yeah. being addicted to work.
0: Yeah, I've been I've been there. That's um that's one of the reasons why I never went back to the corporate world because I I I can only do all that stuff one way. And it's yeah. like, you know, completely off the deep end. Yeah, and all in or not. Yeah, cuz you're, you know, just kind of I don't know, perfectionism where you're constantly, you know, thinking that you haven't done enough.
1: Yeah. And it's a way deeper conversation too because then in our society what we look up to even going to these, you know, social media influencers who YouTube and podcast and um, what they preach to you and the people we look up to are the ones that are, are probably unhealthy. Whether mm-hmm. you know, majority of them are unhappy now that we're seeing more results um, from people's personal lives, mm-hmm. right? Whether whether it's sexually abusive, manipulative. Um, alcoholism drug problems whatever it might be these people aren't happy but what they're putting out there um, and a lot of it may be that perfectionist mentality of how hard they're working and they don't have any coping or they don't have any kind of balance Mm -hmm. but in our society at least as americans a lot of westerners probably is those are the people we put on pedestals you know like oh well you're not willing to work hard enough to get there and success takes hard work and you have to have a singular goal and you have to sacrifice and you have to you do you do. Like, mm-hmm. you're not just going to skip on into being a millionaire and you're not going to skip on into being a highly successful whatever. Like, mm-hmm. it takes some work, um, mental and, and, and groundwork, but um, is that what we should really be highlighting? And sadly, that's just kind of where we are.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. So, I'm uh, uh, actually enjoying I, – I put a uh, crossword app on my phone. I didn't get rid of the social media on it, but, I, but I'm but – Moved them around or something? Yeah, it's, it's more that um, – it's more that it gives me something to do other than that. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I have those moments where I'm kind of stuck with my phone or I don't have anything else to do. Uh, and it also feels good in my brain a little bit. Yeah. You know, trying to figure out the clues and, like, remember some vocabulary and yes, whatever. productive-ish. Yeah, the app I'm using is a little, a little bit repetitive in terms of the clues, but... Um, Something, but it's something you're not scrolling that, Twitter. Yeah. I'm not scrolling Twitter. Cause that's a, that's a cesspool right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some we've been throwing around. I think we might as well throw it out to you guys is, uh, having more podcasts of this nature or it's either me and Jim reporting in. We're talking to maybe our personal business ventures that we're heading out. I've gotten more questions about that on my Instagram and Twitter. Um, Cause I talk about running businesses, but I don't go into detail, but I think we're pretty open and we'd be down to, um, talk about those things, lead ups, uh, and then also having just sit downs with our friends. Like we did with Jacob a little bit. Jacobs was a little bit funneled into a conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, but more open conversations like we perhaps used to on some podcasts that Jim and I used to do. So, uh, do me a favor, head over to Instagram, Twitter at Salome with two Ks. It's Jim McD. The Jim McD. T H E Jim McD. Yes. Uh, and hit us up. If you guys like this style, um, because the, the honest truth is what we're throwing around is when we choose a guest or a topic for the show, we want to get you the best expert advice. And that's not always um, – no offense to any of our experts. They've actually been very charismatic. But yeah. hypothetically, it might not be the most, most charismatic people down the road. Uh, and, right? These are more learnt folks. And the best people
0: are the hardest to schedule things with. Yeah, that too. too. Oh,
1: rather than um, – you can just have a uh, – You know, listen to us have some conversations with maybe some of your favorite people and some of our favorite people in a more casual setting. Um, And I'm sure there'll be tidbits of wisdom in there. Um, But let us know. Twitter, Instagram, hit us up, DM, whatever. um, And we'll get a consensus and maybe move forward. And maybe after a couple things are settled, we might push into two a week if
0: you nerds are listening. Very possible. We'll see. All right, should we? <clears throat> excuse me, bring this one in for a landing. Yeah, give us a nice rating and review.
1: Appreciate you guys every Wednesday. I'm Salamike. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, all that.
0: I am at the Jim McD on all the social medias. Follow the show on Instagram and Twitter. It's really Instagram. People don't people don't really follow us on Twitter, but that's that's life. Uh, it is fifty percent facts. Where percent is a word, and we will talk to you next week with a with a guest probably.